0: It's time for a WeChat workout. WeChat. Go to the Cliff Central account. Tab connect. Then message to show.
1: Ooh. What does this button
0: do? Please, please, do not push the button. You have no idea
2: what it is. Talking Tech. With the techie guy, you are On cliffcentral.com.
1: Right, good day this is another episode of Talking Tech um on Cliff Central, where we make technology simple and easy so anybody can use. Uh my name is Leron Segev, I am the dot com, but to make technology even more simple and hot and sexy and just usable, we are joined today with Tanya Kowarski. Tanya? How are you here? Hello. Yes, I'm here.
2: Adjusting to a five day week as everyone else is. I'll
1: tell you what, this, this, this Monday to Friday thing really overrated, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. So are we ready to kick it? And today we've got quite a cool lineup. Uh, we're talking about a new cellular operator that's launching in South Africa today, uh, just to giving us some more choices. We're also talking about the new Microsoft website that guesses your age, good, bad, indifferent. We're going to be talking about that as well. Um, but our guest of honor this afternoon is, um, we've got Kirsty Sharman, who is going to be talking to us about the whole new world of online, and should people be spending money online versus the back page of the Sunday Times? Where are you going to get the best return on investments? And effectively, if you have a business, where should you market it? How you should do it? What works? What doesn't work? Um, you know, join us for that. She'll be giving us all the lowdown on that, and we're going to ending off with a very, very cool gadget that I just picked up in Amsterdam. No, it's not what you think. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, you
2: said Amsterdam, you said Gadget.
1: I'm just saying, you know, okay. you, you'll just have to stay in, tuned in for that. So I suppose let's kick it off with our new cellular operator that's been launched in South Africa today. Um, it's nice to have choices. Choices are good, giving us competition. It's even, you know, the, the current guys, it's competition is even better. So there's a company called Me and You Mobile. So m mobile.co.za it is a virtual network operator which effectively means they're a fully fledged operator you get a SIM card you stick it into your phone you get an 062 number and you're able to work. Um the only thing that they don't have compared to the regular MTN Vodacom Cell C is they don't have physical towers. Essentially that's the only difference. Otherwise they have voicemail they have uh, absolutely everything. But what they do uh, what they are saying is enough is enough we're paying so much for this alleged free handset that is bundled into our pricing, but we're not getting any value out of that. So we're assuming it's free, but it isn't. And their whole thing is 100% online. You cannot go into any store. There isn't a store. They'll send you a SIM card in the post. You stick it into your phone, and then you're able to work. So the deals are really, really good. Uh, launch day is today, uh, which is the 4th of May. We're in May, right? 4th of May. And effectively they've got a sign-on deal of 300 bucks, which gives you unlimited talk time. Um, so that's kind of their opening special. I don't know how long this is going to last for, but 300 bucks gives you a total talk time. So it's nice to have choices, um, compared to everybody else. Um, their rates are really, really good. Their data rates are really good. Their talk rates are really, really good. Uh, is I think, there
2: space for another network? Well,
1: that, okay. So that's, that's obviously, um, that's obviously the big question yeah. can can another operator really operate in this country so virtual network operators are all the rage overseas because you know you don't have to have physical towers just to provide that service
2: so so how are they
1: how um, they different yeah.
2: cheap Okay cheap
1: money, 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 money cutting and, cutting and I assume they
2: 're not going to have stores <laughs> nothing so not it 's not about phones it 's basically someone who's just needing a, a number not, absolutely well we, you know we 've got this
1: thing of that we absolutely positively must upgrade our phone every two years mm. um, and you know there 's some really, really good working phones out there that just don 't need to be upgraded. Um, the phone just works, so if you have like kids, you only know, tend to pass down your phones to the kids or to your family members who don 't need the latest technology. Why not give them a 50 rand SIM card as opposed to a 300 rand SIM card? Yeah. So it's all about being cheap. Um, I like the fact that me and you is in the title of the company because they say it's all about customer service. Now, obviously, it's launch day, so it's a little bit too early to put that to the test. Um, but it's all about they their whole vision is to say that you should be able to be self-sufficient. You should be able to do anything you want by yourself and not talk to a human being. Okay, which kind of appeals to me a lot because I don't want to talk to press one for this press two for that
2: unless you're needing service or unless you don't have unless the uh,
1: yeah. okay, you a problem yeah you don't have
2: coverage or they've haven't sure. billed you correctly
1: so all of those they've got full-on call centers they've got the Twitter and they've got all of the, all of those kind of mechanism that we've come accustomed to including a, um, a a telephone number to call in case there's issues but if you want to at two in the morning you decide to add a data bundle log online and add a data bundle if you see that you're running, that you're about to travel internationally, you want to disable your – to freeze your SIM whilst you're away, you can do that. You don't have to get permission from somebody else. It's your account. So apparently their um, their whole interface is very user-friendly. And I say apparently because none of us have access to it yet because it's only day one. But um, from my interview with him, they were saying that the whole thing is about their frustration from the other networks of it's always you've got to speak to someone. You've got to do something – but you gotta come in with your ID and you gotta do that, you gotta send a letter. Everything is done automatically, including Rika. So you can upload your ID book and you can upload your documents and they'll do all of that. It is Rika. Rika, Fika. Fika, Rika. Oh, yeah, yeah. Geez, we've got so many of these stupid things. Um, so, you know, all of those things you, it's able to do. You log in, you get your number, uh, some, some arrives in your phone, uh, in the post, stick it into your, so, into your phone and off you go. So, I don't think it's too bad.
2: It sounds a little bit too good to be true. I, I like seeing a face to whatever I'm I'm using. I like to see a shop or I like to see
1: a tower. Uh, now well, there's, a, there's a lot yeah. of that. So, so in South Africa, the whole point of e-commerce, why, why we've had issues with e-commerce in the past, we're very tactile people. Yeah. So we'll research the hell out of anything online. We'll read every blog and every review under the sun and we'll know more than the sales guy in the shop will know. But we want to walk in and touch a button And pick it up and see how heavy it is and see whether it Well, might still buy it online later, Mm. but we want to do have that tactile experience first. Um, I think a lot of it is changing. A lot of e-commerce is becoming quite a, quite a thing. Um, you know, we're going to speak about Mother's Day and kind of, you know, some, some online opportunities there, but it's all about that and making it convenient because realistically, once you've spoken to the nice man behind the counter, you don't really want to – he's not your, your bestie. You're not going to speak to him once a week to make sure things are going strong. And you know, as long as your cell phone is working, you don't care. Where you do care is when you have issues. And where you do care is where you want to make a change and somebody needs to help you. So time will tell. Look, don't forget Mr. Price has got their own cellular network at the moment for their customers, mm. um, specifically focusing on people who can't get credit. I think we're going to see the banks in the future – being their own network operator as well because who knows you better than your bank? They know how much you make. <laughs> they know your bank account. They yeah, know your true. statements. Um, so they're the best to give you credit because they know who you are. So I think virtual network operators are just starting in the country. Um, this is a great bold step because it's not, it's not um, niche. In other words, you're not a Standard Bank customer or an MTN customer or a whoever customer. You're just... Anyone with a SIM card can apply for this. Yeah. So.
2: And how do we find out more about them? So What's I think,
1: um, the, uh, the easiest is meandumobile.co.za. So it's, uh, me and then and, A and D, not the N sound. Uh, meandumobile.co.za. I think they've got a Twitter account as well. Um, yeah, meandumobile on Twitter, on Twitter as well.
2: Okay, cool. I guess it's worth checking out.
1: I think i to, we'll, we'll should do like a little follow up like a month down the track.
2: Yeah, and see how they're doing. See if anyone has,
1: Bought into it. I absolutely. Um, see what the numbers are, it. whether they're willing to share any of that, whether
2: their calls are being dropped.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, look, they are yeah. piggybacking on the cell C network. Okay. okay. Which... So now, good and bad in the past, yes, exactly, not depending yeah. on who you speak to. Yeah. So yeah, time will tell. If I mean, these guys are based out of Durban, so whether they'll make it up to Joburg and they'll say to us, "Look, we've been through this and we are surviving," mm. or we're not. Well yeah. Let's see how they go Yeah. So that's the story on that side. Um, moving along. Um, uh, Tanya, you want to speak about Okay. Microsoft? So I'm
2: sure everyone has seen by now on Facebook, Twitter. I mean, everyone's been sharing their, their real Microsoft age. Um, so if you go onto howold.net, you can upload a photo of yourself and basically the app, the program will tell you how, what your real age is. Um, I absolutely love it because I got a really good result. I, apparently oh, yeah. I'm nine years younger than my real age. Perfect. Yeah, so I look at eighteen. Ah, so, so no, I'm joking. On. I'm joking. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm really excited about that. But now. Um, as much as people have been sharing and other people have been very disappointed with what their age outcome is, or very happy like I am. Um, but apparently, Microsoft says that it won't keep your photos. But then there's a there's a messaging that says they actually will keep your photos, and that they able to you know that they have the right to copy, distribute, transmit, publicly display, publicly perform, uh, reproduce, edit, translate, and reformat your submission. So. Sure. That's a bit harsh. It's a bit harsh. Um, I don't really care because, you know, I look so young. Um, <laughs> so, so, you're fine. I'm Absolutely. fine. But, you know, but I mean, no, we all have to bear in mind that whatever we're putting out there can be used in any form.
1: Yeah. But I mean, you, you know. especially when they make it that, that, that obvious. Yeah. Um, you know, we are going to be speaking in future episodes about cyber health and cyber security and things, things that go online and how, how that works. Yeah. Um, but now the whole thing is that you're doing it in good faith. You're uploading to Microsoft for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, out of all the people, Microsoft should be the ones you could trust. But they're saying in their, in their disclaimer, saying, look, we can repurpose what I like the reformat. I'm not sure what that means yeah i mean if, if what we don't like the way that you look
2: we're just going to make you blonde or you take know, out just, your uh smile lines i don't know i don't know okay yeah.
1: so um all right so you're going to be just so a bit of a disclaimer try the site what, what is the website again
2: um so it is um how dash old dot net
1: and you can upload any photo of yeah, anything pretty
2: much yeah
1: okay i've seen people upload photos of dogs cats uh, for some serious oh, yeah. results.
2: I'm certainly not going to put my dogs and cats. Yeah, okay. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, so basically they, each their own. they <laughs> might not store your picture, but they can use your picture in any way they want to. Okay. So, so you might uh, see yourself on a teasers ad or something. Who knows?
1: Anything is possible. Yeah. So a big disclaimer. If you're going to do it, do it, um, knowing what you're getting yourself into. As I say, we will be speaking about cyber security and health and what you should doing with your images and protect yourself. Um, but yeah, I suppose Microsoft is doing something unique. Um, trying to get technology to try and be a little bit more intelligent, and I did see a line on that that says that they'll be doing, um, they'll be improving the system as time goes 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 by. I'm not sure what that means. So will your age go up or down? (laughs) I suppose we don't like the (laughs) results. Maybe
2: they'll have like Botox detectors or Ah, plastic surgery and maybe be able to tell you a real age, you know, without the plastic surgery and interventions.
1: Pre-makeup, post-makeup, that kind of idea. right, cool. right. well, I suppose Microsoft's doing, it must have their reason. Maybe it's built into their new virtual reality helmet that they are bringing out. Anything is possible with yeah. these guys. All right. So that would be quite cool. So after the break, coming up, we have got um, Kirsty, who's going to be talking to us about online and what you can do, where you should be investing your money. If you've got a business, you want to launch it, you definitely should be tuning in to Talky Tech on Cliff Central. Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com. And we are back on Talking Tech on Cliff Central. Um, in studio, we've got Tanya, who's going to be... Making sense of all this weird and wonderful tech. And, um, for who is, no, no title apparently, um, <laughs> WebFluential South Africa, head of WebFluential South Africa. Yeah. That's Big great. chief in charge of web, just, just general know-it-all about everything to do with WebFluential and to be influential online. How's that? It? Yeah. A bit, it's, it's a pretty bit good long. Tackle. It's I a mean, bit long. It goes on a card, like you yeah. said, like PTO. You know, something like that If here. I had to write
0: on a business card We might have a bit of problems But we'll <laughs> be okay
1: Details, details <laughs> Business card Those are like the real things, right?
2: <laughs> can, I, uh, can I also mention the yeah, That Kirstie's just stepped off a plane
1: Okay, but okay. good uh, uh, she I think she always Shows For this interview In, in fact, we cut her holiday short That's how committed she is <laughs> I Okay, dear boss for, Please insert for, raise here Off a Greek
2: aisle And into studio Thank okay. you
1: She looks sober though Well,
2: Yeah, she looks bronzed what? Healthy Do I? I'm British So I don't tan very easily <laughs> so. at,
1: at all <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Kirsty, we want to talk about what do you do. We know we want to talk about online. We want to talk about businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a big thing about kind of, you know, the world has changed clearly. Um, it's no longer picking up the phone. It's no longer about back page of some publication, and you're going to spend a million rand on a campaign. Um, you know, you can get so much more mileage for the for that money spent elsewhere. doing you know, to do it differently? So what what is your experience? Lay, us, lay the scene for us. What's, what are you finding out there with businesses? What are they doing?
0: Yeah, so I think for me, online has been a really, really interesting space. And it's almost quite weird because you end up being quite young and having quite a vast span of your career because there's so much you can learn online. Um, but I find that the brands are, that are really getting it right at the moment are the brands that have a good integration of everything. The, the brands that are starting to... Not necessarily take all of their budget away from traditional and move to it digi- to digital, um, but taking the right amount. And, and slowly but surely, as the reach of online gets gets more and more, um, that budget needs to start sh- sort of shifting across. So I find, that for me, that's the most relevant and where brands are doing the best overall is to spend a bit, you know, a little bit in necessarily print or maybe right. even have a billboard. You have above-the-line campaign, um, but then to carry that through on digital as well, not to have the two in isolation.
1: So it's not one or the other? Um, at this stage, you should be doing a bit of a mix.
0: Definitely, yeah. Um, I think, you know, if you're looking at a smaller business potentially, I think, um, you might be, you know, you might have a restaurant or you, you might sure. have something like that and you, you maybe you don't have above the line spend. You don't have millions to spend on, on, on TV spaces. Then for me, you know, looking at digital is something that you, you just can't go wrong with. The, the targeting that you have on digital is not like the targeting you have in any right. other sort of advertising. So, so that's really great. You know, you can, you know, I work a lot with traditional sort of, you know, online media buying as well as in the um, influencer marketing space. And and what we find really works well is a combination of both. So, for example, if you're launching a new restaurant, um, I'm going to use you as an example, Tanya. Mm-hmm. Tanya's is also a mommy blogger, so we can use her as an example. Um, if you're launching a new restaurant and maybe it has an incredible play area, um, and that's something that you want to highlight because you know that will bring new customers. Um, a combination of, you know, maybe some Facebook ads that – only target parents Or you might say Okay well if we have Really limited spend Then we can only target women Because we know That might You know they might be More likely to make the decisions I don't have a kid So I don't know But um, sure. you know Then you can also Spend a bit of money With Tanya To get that sort of Credibility in terms of um, Maybe you know Get her to go to the restaurant With her child Talk about her experience um, And for me Like that That approach You can do you know, whereas before you sort of had to have a TV ad, and that sort sure. of spend was just, just unreasonable for brands. I,
1: and I think that's—I mean, I think you, you hit the nail on the head. It's—it's it's about the, also the personal experience now, talking directly to the audience. Yeah, you know, kind of talking, saying, "Look, here is what I did. Here is what happened to me," um, and people respect that a lot more than. You a thirty-second commercial floated on you know TV between you know whilst you do your toilet break. Um, Tanya, are you finding that that from like from from the blog point of view, are people you, know, you do a lot of personal experience stuff? I mean, yeah. or are you finding people are reacting better to that?
2: Better than what? Well, better th- than a you know th- a, a banner. A banner. It's yeah, ad. Yo, let's yeah. use a banner ad as an example. It's hard to measure, so people might say, "Oh, I love this post. I love this picture." But how do you measure the return? How can I say that ten more people are gonna walk into that restaurant? Mm. And Kirsty this might probably it's probably a hard sell for you. Mm. How do you convince people Link, that there's going to be return? Yeah. Um so I
0: think the main thing that what we do is is we look at Basically, doing the best targeting possible because if we can target the right people, um, the chances of getting the highest return are going to be your best. You know, I always say, if you have, you know, if you spent money and you released this video online, for example, you're a car brand and you only got 100 views in the video, but you sold a car. Right. That's a great return. Sure. Um, It's much better than getting 100,000 views because the video was funny and you didn't sell a car. Um, So that's really the most important. And I think. Yeah, and for me, we, we always sort of look at a business objective first um, and, the, and the strategy that leads sort of comes after that.
1: Alright, so if you want to join this conversation and kind of have your five cents worth or ten cents worth, uh, go into our WeChat channel and you can kind of log in there and send us messages to screen. Um, Tanya, what's your Twitter handle? Someone wants to contact you directly. Tanya
2: Kowarski. I'll spell it. It's not an easy one. <laughs> T-A-N-Y-A-K-O-V-A-R-S-K-Y. Right.
1: Or oh, just get a hold of me. It's at L-I-R-O-N underscore S-E-G-E-V. So if you want to just, if you've got any questions or you want to know anything, kind of obviously pop us a quick line. Um, but getting back to this, um, you know, at the end of the day, people want to return. I mean, businesses want to return. No matter how big or small the business is, I'm spending a 1,000 rand. I'm spending a 100,000 rand. Mm. I've got to be convinced that I'm going to get something for that spend. How do you kind of do – do you deal with that question?
0: Because
1: um, you can't guarantee it, obviously.
0: So um, the one thing that I love the most about digital, and this is definitely why I'm in this industry, because you have a beautiful thing called cost per acquisition. Um
1: Another acronym, yes?
0: Yes. <laughs> I didn't say CPA. I okay, that, 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 I liked it. No, you did well. Um, it's one of my favorite terms. Yeah. Um, and I use it quite a lot. And it's actually something that I taught myself. About a year ago, I launched an e-store. Um, and, and one of the ways I kind of learned about cost per acquisition was going, okay, I have to spend some money on Facebook ads to sell my, you know, Star Wars cookie, my Star Wars mugs and my Darth Vader sort of hats and all that weird uh, and wonderful uh, May the stuff. Fourth May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. It's uh, even on my out-of-office okay. <laughs> email signature. Um, yeah, so, and and that was one of the main ways that I started teaching myself about, you know, looking at what you spend in order to be, in order, like, to see what you return. Um, and I don't know if any of you guys know about conversion tracking, but conversion tracking is something that you can run on Google. It's something that you can run on Facebook. You know, down to the point where you can go, cool, I served this many Facebook ads, um, that many those many ads were clicked on by a person? That person went through this far in the store, and that's this is how many people hit the checkout button. So, how you can measure things online, um, and you can do the same with Google Ads as well. Um, you can do the same. I think yeah, you can do the same on Twitter. So, like for me, the way you can measure these things is much greater than ever before. So you might have a more of a standard approach in terms of, okay, if I have a restaurant, then how many people got through the door? Exactly. So for that, you could maybe do a coupon. So if you had sure. a, a, if you had a, a website, you could do a page saying if you ran a promotion using influencers, um, and those influencers tweeted, how many people went to that page and signed up for that coupon? Right. Um, so now you can actually start measuring that stuff. So I find it's much more measurable than anything you could do traditionally before because if you sort of had a billboard, you, I mean, there's no yeah,
1: well, way you can tell. You know, that's always been my biggest grub. So, you know, um, like I run a blog and you've got a brand and you say to them, yeah, we can measure everything down to the nth degree. Um, and they're, they're not getting it. A lot of people are saying, no, you know, we'll rather spend on a billboard on the side of the road. And, and which isn't measurable. It's all estimates. How many people drive past is the best kind of, um, matrix that they could possibly have. But doesn't tell you how many eyeballs on that ad. That, I mean, it tells you nothing. Mm. You drove here. We all drove here. What did, what, what did you drive past? Who knows? You listen to an I ad.
0: I was in an Uber, so I was on my phone. <laughs> well,
1: I rest my <laughs> yeah. case. So all those wonderful spends of a million rand going down those, you know, Ravonia Boulevard. Yeah. Um, was actually complete wasted on you. You saw not a single thing. Yeah. But if it was online and if it was on a webpage that you're already interested in, mm. on a topic that you're already interested in, mm. you have a much better chance of them actually getting your attention.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, for me, that's one of the things that a lot of people – um, and, and if, if I can just go back to where you're talking about brand spending on billboards and those things, mm-hmm. um, you know, we also have to understand that the industry, especially here in in, in South Africa is, is a bit, it's not necessarily an old industry. It's still an, it's a new industry actually still. So there's a lot of education that needs to happen and it's a process to start moving things across. I mean, I don't think we ever expected, um, you know, brands to just go, cool, I'm going to stop spending here and I'm going to start sure. spending here, but we are seeing the spends increase. Um,
1: I mean, do you have an an idea of of percentage estimates between the two? So like X...
0: yeah, it's super hard to tell, um, because obviously every brand is different. Sure. But I'll often, you know, if a brand spending, if they have it running a TV campaign, um, if, you know, like a two in 10 spend to digital actually can get you a pretty good reach. And that goes up. I mean, if I look at the sort of digital budgets we were playing around with three or four years ago, um, it was tiny, you know, um, and, and we really are starting to uh, get.
1: So you're seeing a, 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 people are, companies are now yeah. saying, give us more on that. And I think
0: that's because they're starting to see the results
1: okay i mean that's, yeah. but i mean, i suppose return on investment is what everybody wants you can prove that it works they'll spend more
0: yeah and i think you know also you know a little bit about what you were talking about about um, about influence about you know influencers and getting guys to talk about to talk about specific things so a lot of people when you think about influencer marketing they think about okay well this is a person and they're going to tweet about my brand right. and then i'm going to pay them for that and, and and it's kind of like seemed as this media buy thing but a lot of people if they just look at it simply what it is, is you actually shortcutting um, the process of building your own fans to advertise to an audience. You're going, I have a restaurant. I'm gonna use you again. So, sorry, Tanya. Please
2: do. Go. <laughs> r- <laughs> I'm if anyone has a you restaurant called Tanya. You, you <laughs> might
1: as well give the blog name whilst you do. If you're doing a punch, you guys do it. Rattle puppy. and mum. There uh, we go. The, the yeah. Best
2: blog in Africa. That one. There you that go. Okay. Winning.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, you <laughs> know, if you have a restaurant and you're going, cool, I want to launch this and I have a, a short period of time that I can do that. Um, and I want to talk to people that are actively online and probably right. will be interested in that I have Wi-Fi and a kids area. Um, the way that you can find that audience is to go to a place that that audience already exists. Sure. And that audience already exists on Tanya's blog. So so for me, it's also like… Just tapping into that. You're just tapping into that. Um, and for me, it's much more of a targeted tapping into that than a billboard.
1: Well, and again, um people don't wake up in the morning going, oh, I wonder what my favorite toothpaste is doing today. Okay, nobody cares. Um, but… Oh, I wonder what Tanya's up to. Okay, it's more of a person. It's more not a stalking thing. We're not advocating stalking. <laughs> stalking than you talking. Uh, to well, know, so. <laughs> um, but it's more like, what has she been up to? And then, oh, yeah. you know, I really like what she did last time. Let me mm. see what she's doing now, and maybe it's got a, it's got an appeal an appeal to me as well. But I've never woke up, not even once, and say, oh, I wonder what my toothpaste is yeah. up to. Okay. But I think never.
0: Yeah, but I I know what you're saying. In terms, of you might go. I'm not sure what my new toothpaste is up to. <laughs> but I, I'll use I'll use insurance as an example because we have a few customers that we we run. Some media for um, and we do, we do some um, influencer marketing and they have insurance brands. Insurance brands are really hard to talk about. They aren't sexy. Um, and, but the key is finding things that are relevant to that audience. Sure. So if you have an insurance brand, for example, and one of their major specials is that they will insure your golf clubs, for example, for a minimum fee if you have insurance with them. And that's something that they do that's unique. A sports blogger can actually talk about that. You yes. They, the angle, yeah. Yeah. They're not necessarily going to talk about, wow, I love this insurance company and their logo is so great. But they can talk about something that's sports-related, and that will resonate with their audience.
1: Sure. Okay. Uh, on that note, we'll be right back when uh, we're we'll talking all about advertising online, where you should spend your money. Uh, so tune in.
2: It has been locked away from the eyes of the world. Chained. Never to be released. But now, it wants to get out. Stay tuned to Clef Central weekdays to find out how you can unleash the Jeep Renegade. Find hidden codes and videos posted by Jeep SA and you could win Jeep Renegade prizes. As well as become the person to single-handedly unleash the Jeep Renegade upon the shores of South Africa. Are you Renegade enough? I'm a Renegade, I just hit the ground running. Visit UnleashRenegade.co.za to find out.
1: I am the future of South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold. We are one. Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com. Unradio, indeed. And you're listening to Talking Tech on Cliff Central. Um, In studio, we have Tanya and We're talking about, to to Kirsty about, sorry, Mm. Um, about kind of um, what are we doing about online and about being influential, being, finding the right people to talk about your product. Um. You're involved with a product called WebFluentials, in fact, head of WebFluentials South Africa, so you should know about one or two things about it. Um, So let's start by saying, what is WebFluentials?
0: So WebFluential.com, it's an online platform that helps connect brands with relevant influencers. So, again, it's it's helping brands, you know, shortcut that process, helping them find audiences that already sort of match their target market. Um, and there was a lot of that happening in the industry. It just it wasn't necessarily in terms of, like, who was right, how did you know who had the most relevance for your brand. There was a lot of stats in the industry, you know, page views going around. Mm. Um, but for people who aren't in digital, they don't necessarily understand what is the right thing. I mean, Liron, you and me were talking about it earlier about, you know, you can have fifteen hundred million page views, but if they're all on your website for one second, it doesn't really matter. Um, exactly. So for us, it's about helping helping brands connect with influencers um, that are the right people to talk about their brand that have engaged audiences,
1: okay. um, so, and so that's what we do. So the process is you find a bunch of influencers, they'll sign up to the platform, and then what happens?
0: So they sign up to the platform. Um, we then plug directly into Facebook API, Twitter API uh, Google analytics. So what it does is you authorize your Facebook account, you authorize your Twitter account, you authorize your Google analytics. Um, it then goes there and it pulls all of your information back in. So it says, okay, you know, Tanya has this many Twitter followers. This is how many, this is what her engagement rate in a lot of these stats that are really important. I mean, we used to really just look at and say, well, this is how many, how many Twitter followers this person has. And this is how many blog readers they have. Um, but we look a bit deeper than that. We start to look into engagements, um, and, and we end up – we give them a, a, a web influential score, which is based on three things. It's based on reach, resonance, and relevance. Um, and in short, reach is obviously how many people you can reach because um, that that is important to a sense. Relevance is how relevant you are to the, to the audience that you're talking to. And resonance is um, when you post content, how likely is that content to be shared. So it gives you a much broader spectrum of um, how influential that person would actually be to speak about your brand.
1: Um, okay, a message from Twitter. Um, Natalie wants to know, um, what about will you, will you expose my stats?
0: So, is this Natalie? <coughs> uh, no surname. Oh, okay. I was going to say, hello, Natalie. Because we've got Natalie's on the. Lo- lo- lots of <laughs> Yeah. So, we don't expose your stats, no. Um, if you log into your own WebFluential account, then. Um, you will be able to see your stats as we pull them in. All we expose is your web fluential score, which yeah. is calculated based on your stats. So you have influencers, um, for example, that have a quite a high – they might have a higher web fluential score than someone who has double the amount of followers than them because their engagement rate is higher. And when they post content, that content is more likely to be shared. Um, So it's not really about Exposing your stats But you know There also was something That needed to happen In the industry In terms of regulating the market In terms of this Bartering trade Of of bloggers And influencers doing stuff um, And payment being processed um, You know We really do act in the middle So we act in the best interest Of the influencers In order to get them work I mean we do a lot of work um, out in the industry a lot of PR we have you know um, I'm out in meetings and dealing with all the media houses and, and explaining to them why influencer marketing works so that they can um, in, invest it. in turn and then also on behalf of the marketers to make sure that the people signing up to the platform actually are influential and actually are going to give them a good return on their money
1: now, I, th- I think that's key because a lot of a lot of us kind of in in, in the industry um, now we have a media pack where we kind of send it through mm-hmm. to the brands and we say hey look at us this is what we can do um, but a lot of them don't understand it so a lot of them will look at one thing will look at yeah. how how many page views do you get or how many hits which kind of drives me dilly yeah. um, and, and that really doesn't tell a story so your hits rates um, could be awesome could be off the chart but if people are on there for a second or less they're clearly not reading your stuff mm. they've just gone in and gone and bounced, bounced straight out so how important are those kind of values when when you're explaining it to yeah. a company
0: so so I find for me those kind of values are sometimes we sit on the other end of the table being marketers and being bloggers mm. I'm also yeah, sure. a blogger myself um, so we sit at the other end of the table, and we expect marketers to understand that it's not their trade; it's not what they do. Exactly. They run a business; they're not in digital market, marketing. And to be honest, I don't—you know—they don't want to. So, what Webfluential really was was a way to simplify that. To say that we're going to go and look at all of that data all together, and come back to you with a Webfluential score, and you can see the three lines: reach, resonance, and resonance per channel. So you can see on on—you on might shows. be more influential on Twitter or more influential on Facebook. You know, you might have a. You know, if, for example, I mean, I actually, I'm on Webfluential as well um, as an influencer and, um... You'll see how my scores have dropped over the last sort of like three months as things has really started picking up with WebFluential because <laughs> I kind of stopped blogging because I didn't you have, have any you have time. Like a real job. <laughs> and then, you know, my scores started to drop. And, and for me, that's always been a really great example. It's also about keeping things relevant because, you know, you might have a great, you know, there was also a lot of this. You might have a great month and, you know, you've posted this video of a, you know, a cat, you know, doing uh, something. I don't know cat videos always do well. And then you get incredible stats sad. and then you use those <laughs> stats. Um, but, with Webfluential, those our scores are monitored daily. So your score can go up and it can go down, and that's really important. So as as you um, engage more with your audience and as you post good content to your audience, your your scores are going to go up. As you start being less engaged, your scores are going to go down.
1: Yeah, but I think I think that's key because you've you got to keep it up. I mean, Tanya, you know that you know if you can if you post once and then never again, you feel it in your stats, you feel mm. it in your audience, and in fact they start shouting and saying, "Well, hold on, I want consistency."
2: Yeah, mm. absolutely. So. I mean, from my experience, and from as an influencer, as you call it, um, it's a way of weeding out the fake likes, the fake mm-hmm. stats. The hey, I've got thirty thousand unique views today. What does that even? What does mean? It mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. um, And I guess for advertisers as well, Webfluential is a great way, also for them to weed out who's, you know, what the <laughs> exactly. what the uniques are and who's yeah. brought fake followers.
1: But I, th- I think you've also you've now that we say it's not their job to know uh, as yeah. a marketer, because I mean. For them, the discussion I had with with one of the brands, they said, well, we don't understand this. Hmm. What we do understand is a formula. So you take number of page views, you stick it into a formula, it spits out this thing called CPM, and this is how much they're willing to pay you per 1,000 impressions of a banner. Hmm. That's all we know because it's simple, it's easy, calculatable, and finished. What it seems like you've done is you've given them another value to work with, yeah. Another easy formula for them mm. to, better, I suppose, get their head around. So, because they understand relevance, yeah. they understand those words. I mean, it makes sense to them. Yeah, we come with all these lovely terms about cost per We earth. nerds. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, we geeks, <laughs> <damn it. laughs> That's The new nerd. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, think that's kind of from my point. That's is is, is where I'm finding the big difference with influential is. It doesn't matter what I say in my media pack. It could be amazing mm. and you're right. You could have that one anomaly post that's just done really well and it's influenced your stats for that week and now guess what? That's your screenshot that you'll use forever in a day. Yeah. Um, but that's not what this is all about. It's about being constant and um, constantly updating your information mm. and keeping those scores up there. Mm. And I suppose if you're good and you know what you're doing, that's not a problem. Exactly. If you're faking it, yeah. you're going to have a hard so, time.
0: So that for me is, is the biggest thing um, is that – like our system is built to highlight people who speak relevantly to their audience, who have a high engagement rate because they post often. Um, The system is aimed to highlight those people. So what I find is, is really the most important is that, is that if you, if you genuinely are interested in the topic that you're talking about and you're passionate about it and you are blogging two or three times a week at least, and you're doing what you should be in order to build an audience, if you want to, Mm. technically leverage off that audience, you're going to have to put work in to do it. Then you shouldn't have anything to worry about. because Or anything to hide. Yeah, you shouldn't mm. have anything to hide then.
1: I mean, we get this often. I mean, Tony, you know this. You get like from a brand or from a PR company saying, so sorry to do this, but it's that time of year. Can you please, if you don't mind, send us your stats? Because like, it seems to be like this guarded secret that nobody wants to share. And I'd love I mean, to
0: live in a world where everyone just sends their link to their web because we make it so easy for influencers. It's There it is. Webfluential.com forward slash your name and that's your, that's your, um, uh, page with your uh, scores. But
1: to go back to Natalie's point, but that's only if you enable that. If you don't, you are basically, it's, that doesn't, you know, it's private, it's confidential. Only the brands would be able to see it. Um, yeah. Yes.
0: So, so we would recommend that you enable that. Um, and, and don't also be too worried. Like, I I think the other thing that people have to remember is, you know, you don't have to have 50,000 for, you know 50,000 followers on Twitter to get work there's lots of brands who are using Webfluential that don't have massive budgets mm-hmm. that are trying to do something local and relevant and really would want to work with you know we've done a campaign before where, where guys have said I really want to find the most relevant people and I don't care if they have 1,500 sure. followers or 2,000 followers um, I'd rather use 20 of those people than one big person And and that's and that is really starting but to happen also, more and more.
1: You're going to get more bang for your buck. Yeah. I mean, cause if you go to someone who's got a hundred thousand followers, they're going to want 20 grand a tweet. If you're going to go to someone who's got a thousand followers, uh, if you give them a meal out, they'll be absolutely delighted and they'll be the best reviews ever. Um, there is a view that you're trying to buy your influence. You're trying to buy, you know, the brand is trying, you know, giving it to you a great bill at a great restaurant for free. Hopefully your review is, you know, favorable. Yeah. Um, it's very hard for a lot of people to kind of be still be objective
0: yeah so so, I think that's really the place that we play in is that we um we don't necessarily do stuff for free, so if you want to have a tweet from an influencer or a blog post from an influencer, it needs to go through the proper channels um and that tweet or Facebook post will be paid for. We we recommend that you give them content that's relevant to their audience. But we also recommend that, you know, like influencers can accept or reject briefs. Um like I've worked really hard to build up an audience that sits, you know, and it's in this geek space and um I actually was always on Android and this was always my example if I could speak about a Samsung phone. Um I talk about that anyway and I really have built up the audience. I've now just gone and bought an iPhone. So things are changing up a bit. But um <laughs> but you know, those things are like that, you know, that's important. So if you find the right people, um, and you actually put time and effort into it, then I don't think we have to worry too much about that. I think when you're looking for cool, I'm going to give someone a free dinner because they're going to, um, sure. then they're going to talk about it. Why don't you, you know, why don't you rather talk to them about something that is unique to Do them? That. So, you know, for me, I'm a bit of a geek. So like if I can get the fastest free wifi at a restaurant, I think that's amazing. So invite me to the restaurant because you know that I like that.
1: Yeah, it talk, it talks to you. It talks to your audience. Talks to what you know. What you want to be talking about, anyways. Exactly. So it's not harder. Because I mean, for you to, if you're a hardcore geek, and this is what you're talking about. For you to all of a sudden be talking um, passionately about I don't know a shoes. holiday, of shoes, makeup, yeah. and it's never been in mm. your in your in your brief, it's going to come out as fake anyway. Yes, exactly. Everybody can see. Yeah. We'll, we'll be able to see. And then
0: that. and that's the other thing about this, the the webfluential scores is that when those things start coming out as fake, then then your scores are going to start dropping because your engagement rate is going to drop. So it also encourages guys to accept the right briefs. And there is an accept or reject oh, no. process. You know, you get a brief, sure. and I've. You know, I've gotten a brief before and gone, I re, you know, not I talk about this. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, I've received um, a couple of briefs to do with sports. Um, and yeah. I'm sure if anyone knows me, sports are just so not my thing. Yeah. Um, so my comment is always, unless you make a techie, unless mm. you can find a technical angle to this, something that appeals to me and the audience, I'm just not available. Mm. It doesn't matter what you're throwing at me. It's just mm. not me. Yeah. I can't fake it. I don't know these people yeah. from a bar of soap. I could be on the plane next to what uh, – just – Means yeah. nothing to me.
0: Yeah. Um, but if we can use a, a good example, um, but goal line technology, you the, can with, talk about.
1: I did that. And that yeah. was amazing. Cause to me, it was all about the tech and how you can detect whether it's in, in an art. It yeah. and out. Yeah. It was about that's doing really the cool. World Cup and it was exactly the right timing. Mm-hmm. And it's got a great, um, you know, the, the readers loved it, but it made sense. Cause it made sense to me. Mm-hmm. And when you're writing your blog, I mean, Johnny, you know this mm-hmm. really better than anyone. You can't fake the stuff unless you're writing <laughs> from passion, you know, with your passion. For you two, obviously, I'm going to be talking about I don't know Kaiser Chiefs' um, latest game last there's night. There's
2: always an angle. I'm sorry. Uh, I think there's always an angle.
1: If you, you could make have it.
2: a child who dreams about playing for Kaiser Chiefs. No, but I hear what you're saying. It's you, got to be a c- passion. It though. has to be real. But yeah. It's got to be real. I mean, sure.
1: you can only fake us so many. You know, so, <laughs> uh-uh. uh, uh. uh <laughs> sorry. I'll get to the Amsterdam gadgets just uh, now. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. So uh, I think. Wait for it So what's mm. what's what's the URL? so people can read it's more about
0: it. It's I think we'll... I mean, I'm happy to just tweet it.
1: Okay. Let's um, do that as well, and we'll retweet it to yeah. make sure everybody gets and the And then insight. I
0: think just one other thing that I, I didn't necessarily include in, and it's just something because it's actually just re- recently been launched, um, about only about a month ago did it go live is webfluential reports so these are a boring thing and I know reports aren't the most fun thing but what we are you know as a standalone company trying to do is start to actually help people understand when they spend money on influencer marketing when they spend money on media what do they get so um, you know we've got one or two great case studies of, of brands that have, that, have, that have done campaigns and now we're starting to see okay you know this influencer tweeted these are the people that retweeted that this no. is how much earned media you saw these are the people you know you can necessarily click off and see who the people were that engaged. So, so those things that are also sort of coming into the mix are again why, from an influencers perspective, to be working sure. with influential makes a lot of sense because it's also giving credibility to what they do.
1: Well, and at the end of the day, return on investment. You know, people will spend five million if you can show them ten million return. People will spend a thousand rand if you can show them five thousand rand return. Mm. People are going to stop spending when you can't show them those kind of returns. Yeah. So if you can do that, then you know it, it, you, your job is pretty much is, is pretty much done.
2: Can I ask a question: How long would that return on investment last for? So people might not necessarily buy a Mazda today, mm. but that return might be, appear in six months or a year's time. Yeah. What's the, g- so, the demand for that? So
0: that's a great so like telcos um, and motoring companies are big ones. Um mm. and, and I have a you know a lot quite a big debate with a few of them saying, you know, for me that's more of a long term approach. Mm. Um when you're looking, you know, you should have sort of a two prong approach and you should have people you should be talking on your own platforms, so um you have the frequency and then you should be talking um getting influen you know getting influencers to talk about your brand, relevant influencers to talk about your brand, um, because then you get the credibility. But the chance that someone goes out and buys a Mazda that day.
1: Yeah, look wow, great tweet. Yeah. I'm gonna go buy a car today very
0: low mm. but, but we are starting to do really cool things now like we're to do things like retargeting so um, we can now serve advertising to people who've read Mazda related content online so you might go cool you don't buy a car and um, a month later you get served a banner saying well if you book a test drive today you'll get 10% you probably won't mm. get 10% off a of Mazda but no you know chance. what I mean so you can do those sorts of things yeah. so you can start delivering those results um, but I do think that for me the one there's that benefit of of, of that long term credibility and I think when you're talking about you know brands that are tell telecom- and motoring, it needs a bit more of a long-term approach to build up credibility over time. Also, the other thing we haven't spoke about um, is the SEO benefits um, are incredible, and 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 this really is something purely that we, we knew would work uh, when we when we built Webfluential. Um, we had done a lot of research behind it, but but the only way that we really could truly. No. Have a case study was to work with a specific brand, use specific keywords in the post, write the content as organically as possible, and let it run for six months. And needless to say, that person's it's number just one on Google for the keyword we were looking at. So. Okay.
1: So – proof is in the pudding so that's
0: again like a long-term approach Mm. that before you know a lot of brands where they've just gone and said cool i'm gonna get someone to tweet about me okay well if we tweet and do a blog post that content lives online forever so someone's going to go and they're going to search cool i want to buy a new mazda hatchback and tanya's you know she might have done a review on it three months ago but her site's much more credible because she can't that's what google wants google wants um longevity as as well um, guys that post mm. regularly and then they're going to find a review which is an endorsement so so those things over time is incredibly valuable.
1: Well, you'll be happy to know um, in the event that I was in Amsterdam, they kept on referring every time we were talking about a product, kept on referring to our bloggers review, our bloggers review, our bloggers review. Mm. Not once did they actually say as seen in the Sunday Times or as seen in that publication. It was all about the online blogger community. So, Kirsty, thank you very much for popping in. Thank you for saying us about it. Um, if they want to get a hold of you, what's the Twitter handle or the…
0: So, you can either tweet me. I'm at KirstieCarrot. Um, or you can just tweet WebFluential. Um, I think let's just… We'll just tweet it. I've been on a plane and I haven't slept for about two hours. So, I'm not going to spell live on radio. <laughs>
1: okay. So, um, you'll tweet to us. We'll tweet to you. There you go. Uh, our yeah. people will find your people. Yeah.
0: But if you just go to WebFluential.com… That's all there. Um, it's all there. Yeah.
1: 100%. Thank you. Unreal. Oh Uncensored. Unradio. All right, so you've heard it here, people. Um, go to WebFluential. Check it out. Um, if, you, if you're if you a brand and you want to engage with influence, there's no point in um, trawling Twitter and trying to work out who the best person for you is. Uh, just the number of followers that people have doesn't necessarily mean that they're influential in that space. Um, we all know that you can buy fake followers. That's easy. Um, again, with stats on the blog, just someone send, sending you a You know, a message saying, hey, check how many hits I've got. Also means nothing. You want screenshots of Google Analytics, but Web Financial makes it all very simple. So check that out. If you're an influencer, definitely hook up into that. I think um, it's free as far as I know. Um, No, it's definitely free. Um, and once you're on there, you know, basically get your stuff together, you know, even if you never use it, but just to get yourself an understanding of where you stand and where you fit in the picture, there's value right there. And as soon as you start, you'll see that actually is great value in using the platform. Um, yeah. So I think definitely check, check that out. So influential is your place of choice. Um, moving along to the gadget, which is the segment of where, where, where we are the, now. The
2: Amsterdam gadget. It's an Amsterdam okay. gadget.
1: Hoo-hoo. Okay. <laughs> Good news, bad news. Okay. Um, Bad news, it's not from the red light district. It's nothing to do with coffee shops or any narcotics whatsoever. That's the bad news. <laughs> um, the good news is it is from a company that's known for a GPS called TomTom. You might have heard of them. And, uh, and no, it's not another friggin' GPS because we, do we really need another one? I'm not sure. Um, but what TomTom has done is they've actually decided to shake things up and TomTom are very kind of entrepreneurial type of company. And they've realized there's a big problem in the market with action cams. You know those GoPros that you stick on your head and you kind of just watch yourself falling down a cliff? Um, and what these guys have done is, look, there's a lot of action cams, but they're doing things wrong. And they spend a bit of time and a lot of money and a lot of R&D, and they've come up with something called the Tom Tom Bandit. And this is an action cam. It does absolutely everything you can possibly think of and more. So... Anyone who's actually done any of these adventure sports knows that the biggest problem with these things, you record for hours, you land, you come home, and then you got to edit. And it's such a pain and such a mission, you just end up leaving things on your memory stick, and you just never touch it. What TomTom Tom has done, they've recognized the same thing, and they've said, no, there's no reason to wait till you get home because the action's hot now. You want to be able to share it with your friends right now. It's all about sharing. So the camera hooks up to your phone. It's got an automatic de- um, action ability. So it detects when your heart rate was up, if you hook it up to a heart rate monitor. It detects when you were going really fast, really slow, down this mountain, um, you know, altitude change, all these sensors. And it knows where the highlights are. It then automatically splices all those highlights together. Creating a clip for you that you can just basically stick onto your favorite social media. Um, all to do with your phone. It's all very, very clever bit of technology and it's waterproof. You I mean you can do everything that you could want to do without all the pains of the current cameras that we have on the market. So I'm quite impressed. TomTom's really taken a big step out. Um, we don't have availability, we think towards August, but
2: and pricing in um,
1: idea? Yeah, so in the UK it's 309 pounds um, and so basically 429 euros. So very much in line with the current cameras that we have. Not bad. Okay. Um yeah, so that was my pick from Amsterdam. Oh, and you can hear i okay. just got back. Drink uh, some
2: water. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, How yeah. long was your weekend? Sure, <laughs> long. <honey. laughs> um Oh, I can't. This is driving me mad. Okay, should I, I to, close you know, off? I think you can have to. Okay.
2: Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great uh, week, even if it's five days. And tune in next Monday at 10 o'clock. Um, this podcast will also be available for download within probably about an hour or so. Um, so if you missed part of it or you'd like to share it, please do so. Have a great week. Cheers.